Hi, I'm Tom Groth. Thanks for listening to the Tax Machine Podcast. So maybe you've heard this from somebody, a friend, a business associate, somebody you trust, a friend that works in finance. Don't do cash transactions for more than $10,000 if you don't want to tell the IRS that you're making large cash transactions, okay? And that's because most people understand that when you make a cash transaction for more than $10,000, the bank is going to have to fill out some paperwork. They can't really talk to you about it. Uh, Maybe they'll hand you a pamphlet, but other than that, you're sort of in the dark. So the IRS is a very scary thing. People don't want to deal with the IRS, so they try to limit their transactions to less than $10,000. Okay, and, and maybe you're a business owner too, and maybe you make a lot of small cash deposits, less than $10,000, but maybe five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000 at a time. Hey, maybe you usually deposit $9,900 because you're only insured up to $10,000. You know, th- there are many reasons why people might be making large cash deposits that don't quite reach $10,000 and, and making those deposits often. And, and that happens. Now, what maybe Americans don't expect, and I'm not sure why they don't expect this, but what maybe most Americans don't expect is that if you're depositing less than $10,000 at a time in a bank account, that just by virtue of that fact, even if everything is already on the up and up, even if you're reporting all of your income and you're using a POS system for your sales and you have excellent traffic tracking and you could show anybody, maybe even on your phone, you could show them, you know, these are the last cash transactions I just did at my store or my bar. Um, here you go. This is where this money came from. Even if all of your transactions are, are, are that well recorded and you just happen to have a lot of cash often and don't want to keep it on you because maybe you don't want to get robbed. Well, hopefully the IRS won't rob you. Okay. Because that happens. And I don't think it should be a surprise to people that that goes on, that that happens. Um, there are several situations where the IRS can seize bank accounts without any sort of court intervention. And it's not exactly news that when you're dealing with the IRS, you're usually guilty until proven innocent, at least as far as the IRS is concerned. So what's happening here is innocent taxpayers are getting caught in the crosshairs of laws intended to go after terrorists and money launderers. See, what's really going on here is that banks are required to report transactions over $10,000 to the IRS. They won't tell you why, And they won't tell you why they're asking for your ID when you're making a deposit for more $10,000 because the law doesn't allow them to tell you that. So some people stop making large transactions because they're annoyed with the red tape. And they don't even know if it's the bank's red tape necessarily or if if it's the government's red tape, but they want nothing to do with it. And they're still stand-up citizens. Other people, like terrorists or money launderers or drug dealers or other people who are trying to cheat on their taxes might not want to make such large deposits either, and they might think that they're in the clear. But the problem here is that the IRS is not distinguishing. The problem here is that the IRS gets a suspicious activity report from a bank, or they're going through lists of transactions and they find what they think is a suspicious activity, and what do they do? They freeze that account. And there might be an honest explanation for it, but instead of unfreezing those accounts, instead of letting the innocent go when they realize that there's no reason to go after them, that there's nothing here, here, the IRS continues with their prosecution of these innocent taxpayers, and they say, you know what, if you want to settle this matter right now, 
just let us hold on to $10,000 of your $60,000. And believe it or not, some taxpayers take the deal because fighting the IRS on this might cost several, several thousand dollars in legal bills. So this is the problem. When the government has so much power that they use the excuse of terrorism and crime and money laundering to go after innocent Americans and to grab their money, to grab their hard-earned legal dollars from their bank accounts, somebody should be held accountable. So if you think you've seen an IRS scandal before, just wait for this to get a little bit more attention. It's not news to me that it's going on. I don't think it's news to most of my colleagues that it's going on. But the fact that it's getting more press, well, someone's probably going to have to answer for it. And I'm looking forward to it. So thanks for listening to the Tax Machine Podcast. This is Tom Tax Lawyer. You can find my blogs on taxmachine.us. I blog about tax issues there. I also have previous episodes of this podcast there. Uh, Thanks for listening. Have a great day.